sure this isn't a surprise to anyone. He says it's not really Erica that's quiet. It's mostly me and you. Um, I'm shocked. Yeah. Shocked. <laughs> shocked. You're not that shocked. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Zettle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, special guest, Erica. <laughs> You're too loud. <laughs> it is funny what I used Fuck. to do, uh, uh, or when I used to edit the other ones, other casts we used to do. You could always tell without even like plugging in which which waveform was me. So it's like, oh yeah, you talk very loud. So I would like to start this podcast by saying, do you remember how we started last week and we were talking about how every time we have a really good episode, Bob tries to lose it or something happens with the recording? Yes. So I go, you know, a day after I think we did the last podcast, I go and look at the files and I'm not paying attention to the date modified on the um, on the server on OneDrive. And I just download them and I go load them up in Audacity and I'm listening for like two seconds and I'm like, this is not the podcast. So it was the previous one oh. that Bob had uploaded into the folder for this one. Mm. So I told him this and this was on the same day where I think he had been working for like 30 hours in a row. <laughs> and so I wasn't expecting any yeah, quick... We recorded. Yeah, so it would have been... Yeah. So I wasn't expecting any quick movement on it, but I just thought to myself, if this motherfucker, like, deleted the wrong files or lost them or whatever the deal was... There's going to be a problem. There's going to be problems. Well, and... What do you have to say for yourself? What ended up being the issue? So I'm not sure exactly what happened because... Because I, I, you know, I went, I plugged in the the memory card into the computer, and I did what I always do. I grabbed the last folder and copied over. And I I never really look at the the dates, um, but I just oh, it's the last one, makes sense. So I copied it over, and then like, and then so I thought everything was fine. Then you message me and look. I go, you know, and I flip over to the computer real quick, and I'm looking at the memory card in Windows Explorer, and I start looking at the dates, and it's like, wait a minute, something's something's askew. Something's not right. And what what I was seeing was that the files for the last podcast just weren't there. Period. And I was like, panic. <laughs> I was like losing my mind because, again, like you said, that was the day I was. I had been working like overnight, and I was just really wrecked. And I was like, you know what? Something's weird. I'm I'm gonna come back to this tomorrow and figure this out. So I came back next day, and still those files were not showing on on the PC. So I'm like. I'm losing. I'm absolutely losing my mind at this point. I, I, I'm like, oh my! I gotta get. I'm like, there's no way I didn't click record. I remember like distinctly turning it off at the end of the podcast. 
So what's going on? So I was like, maybe the files are corrupted or something like that. So I'm starting to think of, okay, I've got to get like a file recovery software and like try to dig these files. And this, before I do that, let me just try plugging it into the laptop. Just to see. Just to see. It's a different card reader. Makes no sense, but let me see. Plugged it in the laptop and lo and behold, they were there. Hmm. So I don't know the fuck happened, but... Well, because I was going to say, I remember listening to the last episode, and we got, uh, uh, I got feedback from uh, loyal listener Sass regarding it as well. Mm-hmm. She had heard nothing. She was like, there's a Halo show? And I'm like, yeah. And she's fairly in those nerd circles, and she was like, hey, didn't hear anything about it. The, the, the summary is, we were close. We were close. To you getting the call to kill Bob. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't even my fault. (laughs) I mean, as the arbiter of the controls, it absolutely is your fault. Wow. The blame, all the blame, all the credit starts and ends with you, Bob. See, really, I fucked up because if the files had gone missing, maybe one of you two would have taken this responsibility off my hands. No, I don't see that ever happening. (laughs) I've got enough responsibility as it really as it uh, <laughs> comes to this podcast. Erica and I have to be the entertaining ones. Well, you sit back and piddle on your fucking phone. All right, like, I got to edit it. It's hard to to bring this much enthusiasm yeah. and and. I mean, it's fair. I mean, it's fair to the recording. You all carry the podcast. You know, it doesn't feel good when you say it like that. Whatever, <laughs> <laughs> with such enthusiasm. Yeah. You guys carry the podcast. Yeah, we do. Damn it. Speaking of Halo. (laughs) At my insistence, you watched episode two and three. Yes. Would you like to start off once again with your rating? Because I believe your rating for episode one was a three. Correct? I think I said four. I thought you said three. I'm pretty. I mean, it's recorded. You can go back and look. Yeah, I'm, whatever. What, or it doesn't matter. I'm sticking. I believe, I'm sticking. I with believe four. you and Bob gave the same rating, which was three or four. I said six. I think I'm sticking with a four. But then I, I had. When did we watch it? it? Was Friday, right? Last night. Last night. Time and space have no meaning. And I woke up this morning. We were talking about it a little bit over breakfast, and I was like, "This is the thing." And I think it ties into what we were talking about last week about how this should be should be a way of pushing people to your game, right? Or advertising your 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 franchise. Sure. Halo's never really been my thing. I never really played the games. I used to watch you play them. Vague interests, whatever. You know, it's a big thing in gaming when I used to be a little bit more involved with that. It was like, all right, this show is doing nothing to pull me in or endear me to the Halo franchise. Does that make any sense? Yeah, well, my thing about the show is I don't think the show is bad. I think you're... Well, I that's, think, what I said, that's what I said this morning, too, though. I said I don't... I think it's unfair for me to come in and say it's bad. Because there's a... It's, I wouldn't call it bad. I'm finding it not engaging uh, and a little boring. I just think... You know, obviously, it's your personal opinion. I think four is a little bit of a harsh rating 
for me, it's still in that six range, which isn't exactly a ringing endorsement. No, no. I think there's hope. My main problem with the show right now is in the show, there's no hope. And everyone is just awful. <laughs> like, everyone, well, right? Was like, so, Burn Gorman shows up, right? He's the English dude that, with spoilers, obviously, that's just shooting people in the fucking face. Sure. For five seconds. And I was like, oh, cool, Burn Gorman. Oh, and we're just going right there, huh? He's just thousand percent. We're evil. pedal to the metal. Very evil. Okay. Maybe we'll see some more of him this episode. Maybe we'll find out why. Nah. No. Nope. Just murking people in the face. We got, okay. We got a little bit in episode three of why I, I think her name is McKee, right? The Covenant woman. Sure. The Covenant human traitor or whatever. I have no idea what her name is. Uh, I think it's McKee. We're going to go with that. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> we could look it up. We do have the internet at our disposal. Do, I don't care they, that much. What do they though, call so. her? The chosen one or the blessed one? one? Blessed one. Yeah, not the chosen one because yeah. that would be derivative. <laughs> we got to uh, change it. <laughs> Change it just a little bit. Blessed bl- one. We're going blessed with that. one, yeah. So we do get the background, which is she's at some sort of slave camp, I guess, as a, as a child. Okay. Two. With that. With like that. With two. Like well, let me, let me set it up. Set it and up. And then Go shit ahead. on it. Go ahead. All right. So she's at some slave camp, I guess. And her and her boyfriend are reading some book. It's the book he that can, she's had on her. Right. right. She keeps the book. She, he can read. She can't. He comes up with some bullshit reason for her to kiss him. They're also like seven years they're, old. Yeah. They're like little children. Yeah. Uh, and then they get caught. They start running off. And the one guard catches up to the boy and like <laughs> literally beats him to death. Straight up murders him. Yeah. Yes. And then, and then they grab the girl, her, the Covenant show up, and instead of being like, well, maybe we should fight these fucking alien fucks who are so killing us, they chase, they the chase after the girl. So they can tase her. So they can maybe beat her to death or rape her, whatever creepy things they were going to do, these fucking evil fucks. Instead of fighting yeah. the Covenant, who are killing them. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Either, like, there's just the logic gap. Well, it's like, stuff like that. Like, if I was being entertained, I wouldn't mind as much. But I'm just kind of... One, I'm like, you're having a very contrived, stupid reason for these two children to kiss. I don't need to see that. And then you're beating a child to death. Yeah. I don't need to see that either. And then it was just kind of like, okay, that's that's neat that we know where she's kind of, where she came from. I also thought it was kind of funny, like, ooh, this is this really important thing we need. We send two troops. Like, don't you send a little bit more? I understand that you're just mowing through humanity and it doesn't matter, but... Yeah, they they, they brought the appropriate amount of troops, right. so I guess we can't... And they got her, so we can't argue we with can't, the results. We can't argue with the results, right? Uh, uh, yeah, so from from the perspective of that, okay, it makes sense now why this human is working with the Covenant. Well, they've showed you why, uh, right. Uh, you know, from her perspective, you're like a slave or something, apparently, in some sort of work camp. And they're beat, they kill your fucking boy toy. They're going to beat you to death, probably. 
and then the Covenant show up and save you. So it makes sense oh, that yeah. she feels an attachment to them sure. and feels like humans are scum, which because from everything we've seen on the show, <laughs> they kind of are. humans seem to be complete scum. They're pretty shitty. Uh, and then... Oh, you mean on the show? Yeah, not just, just in on general. the show. Not, yeah, not, ever, not everywhere always, but just on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I was going somewhere with that. I don't know. I mean, I still feel like where they're going long term with this character is eventually she's going to do whatever the thing is they want her to do, which, you know, if they're following, you never know in this show because they're all over the place when it comes to following what goes on in the video games. But in the video games, you need like these in the video games. It was really it seemed like it was any human could interact interact with forerunner technology, which is what the halos were, mm-hmm. um, and you need them to like activate the halos. Like the Covenant couldn't do it. Gotcha. So, but in the video games, it would be like they just grab a human, kidnap them, and Make them- press their hand onto the console. Right, or something. and we're done. You know, in this show, it seems more like there are like the chosen reclaimers, which I don't remember if that was a thing in the video games or not. I mean, I never read the books, so. Maybe it is there are chosen well, humans. and it seems like that maybe they're going that like Master Chief is one of right. Those Master people Chief too. and her are the ch- two chosen, like the reclaimers that we know of. Sure. So and and you know, they are using things from the games, right? Like when she uh, goes in and takes over the UNSC ship. Those are, I can't remember the name of the race, but those worms are the race that make up the hunters in the video game. That's what, like, I don't think a lot of people even know this, but the worms are making up the body of the hunter. That's what the hunters are, is they're just a bunch of those worms working together. Well, and it looked like they kind of had, like, and it was out of frame, like, something standing up and then kind of fell into the worms before she made her way onto the pod they sent over. Which I was yeah. also kind of like, really? Resented. Like, that just seems stupid. <laughs> like, ooh, our enemy ship just appeared. Yeah, send the pod over. I'm sure it's fine. But I mean, right, like, sometimes there needs to be these these jumps or the show won't happen. But I don't. it wasn't doing much for me, Alex. Well, I'm trying to think. I feel like episode two was whatever it was obviously your normal episode two in a lot of tv shows which is a lot of setup it's setting up right so you can't that's why you usually say i'm going to give something three episodes because the first episode is we're laying the groundwork second episode is you're more hanging out with the characters more groundwork being laid third is where we actually kind of start to okay this is what this is this is where we're going this is what we're doing and it doesn't well i think three was better than two sure um I don't know. I'll just say this. The only reason I am watching, I I will be watching it, is for the podcast. Sure. I just, I, it has done nothing to make me interested in the characters or the story. And, you know, I think it's, I think it's, it's a little unfair from my perspective because, I mean, at the end of the day, I've got my idea of what Halo is, and we are not on a Halo, and Master Chief is not fucking shit up, and this annoys me. 
Well, and also, I kind of feel like we talked about this too. Did they blow the whole budget on the fight scenes in the first episode? Kind of seems that way. Because it's all just hanging out and talking now. And every episode, you're noticing the pattern. Every episode, Master Chief is losing more and more of his clothes. Like, next episode, is he just going to be like, you know, no skin? (laughs) Just like fucking muscle and bone? And then next episode after that, he's just bone, you know? <laughs> like Just going to be strolling around in the uh, in the t-shirt and just like boxer shorts. Just like, yeah, what's up? Yeah. It's cool. Like that was Chiefs behind. We went from no face to everything. I oh, mean, yeah. Had to I get mean, the ass in. Game of Thrones did the same thing, though. Like they, you, they had their... The ass and titties? Well, yes. Oh, you mean the blowing the budget? Blowing the budget on certain episodes. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, and that's any. You're always going to save for the big battle, but I will say though that that battle in the first episode was not very impressive. No, I didn't think so either. I mean, I know we talked about that to death last time, but it was fine. I think it was. It's a weird show because I think some of the CG is good. Like, remember in the second episode when they're flying through space. Like, the CG on the ship, like, the whole effect of them traveling fast looked cool. There was other stuff that looked cool. Them flying through the asteroids or whatever. Some of the the flying stuff when the ships are flying around is definitely very Battlestar Galactica reminiscent. Like, Mm -hmm. you could tell that's the inspiration for the camera movement and things like that. Yeah, very much so. Um, Which, I mean, if you're going to copy off of something. Sure. That, they yeah, did they, that very they did great well. space combat, and they did it in a limited budget as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, some of the stuff looked good, like the asteroid colony or whatever the fuck it was. You know, like, th- it looked good when they were doing, like, the big shots, but then when they actually went inside, a lot of it, again, looked very low budget. Yeah. And I just, I understand... Like when you're watching like the Marvel stuff or you're watching this, you just have to let things like this go. Mm-hmm. But the idea that Master Chief would walk into this place and they're pointing guns at him and then his friend shows up and now he's like, oh, yeah, I'll take my helmet off. I'm safe here. Yeah. Like, no, these people want to kill you, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I would say you wouldn't be thinking that if you were more entertained by the show. I mean, you'd be more forgiving. Yes, yes. But it would still stick out to me. Yeah. Well, I, 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 there, what were the other... There were situations in these last two episodes where it was like... Well, those jail cell makes, things, you were like... And oh, normally, the jail cells. We wouldn't oh point my. this stuff out if you're being entertained, but we were like, they don't have ceilings. You can just like climb out of the... What, what and the, the doors are unlocked. You can just, you just open them. And, it, you know, and I got some issue with because there was this throwaway line from who's the who what was the name of the other guy? Um, Which other the, guy? number like 066. I don't know. Exactly. The yeah. other the Spartan who ran away. Yeah. I don't know. OK. Um, I'm horrible with names on so, TV shows. When so we'll, like we'll just call him characters. 66. So 66, um, you know, he had this throwaway line before they went in there. It was like. It's supposed to look like a prison, but actually, it's just keeping them safe. Oh, I didn't even hear that. And and it's like, as you watch the scene, it's like, okay, you added this throwaway line because you didn't want to build a prison set. You wanted to put together a janky-ass 
junky thick. I think what annoys me, though, is even if you do have a limited budget, it's like you, you can do a lot with a limited budget. And I don't know how much time they had on this show. I don't know how much they care, but you you can do interesting things with a limited budget. Like you said, sure. Battlestar had a limited budget, and I that, well, that was never like, oh, wow, that looks like shit. Well, and they don't really have a limited budget. They have a huge budget. Right. It just, they must not... Well, like I said, it's weird it because some stuff smart. looks good. Right. I'd say everything in space when you're seeing the outside of ships looks good. Uh, there were certain shots that look good. Like when he walks onto that asteroid colony and they're in like that hallway, right right when he gets off the ship, that looked cool. Like there was stuff that looks, there's stuff that looks good, but then there were things like the little train cars they were taking from different parts of the colony looked so bad. And it's just, they're all over the place. Like you said, the prison set looked so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then like his little, uh, the place where 66 lives, his, his apartment looked fine. Like there were other, there's, they're all over the place. The, the UNSC, like the brig or the, um, the barracks or Halsey's like lab that all looks fine they're all over the place quality wise yeah. it's very strange well it's almost like you guys got to commit to an aesthetic like uh, continue using Battlestar they were like this is the aesthetic of the show you never in Battlestar you, you never there wasn't incongruencies between like the different sets like the the CIC and Battlestar had the same aesthetic, the same build quality as any other location on the ship. Uh, and it just... It, From what I'm remembering, again, it's been a while since I've watched Battlestar, but I remember... I never remember being like, wow, this looks like shit. Yeah. Or there was just a consistency of design through it all. And yeah. I, but I don't know if that's a priority on this show. On some shows, it's not. So, can we talk about... And, and there was like some good and bad in episode three. I I could have really done without the body horror. Okay. Yeah, we kept just like stabbing people in the eyes. Okay, and, like, they're sitting there with the needle above her eye, like for ten minutes, for an hour. <laughs> right. And I'm literally at one point, I was just like, you know what? I just like blocked it out. I was like, I don't even want to see it, dude. I I know what's coming. I know they're going to do some sick shit. I just blocked out that part of the screen because I didn't even want to see it. I, I didn't need to see uh, that. Before that, can we talk about the creepy lab assistant? <laughs> He's about to like... Well, first she goes we, like... We were literally sitting there. I'm like, are we really doing this? We're doing this first, on this show. Really? First, she goes like, is it going to hurt? And he's like, oh, yes, very much. <laughs> and I don't even he's know if I did that Shinji just. He's going at the beginning of uh, End of Eva. Like, let's relax here, please. I don't even know if I did that creepily enough. No. Uh, and then he's, like, leaning in for the kiss Yeah, what did they say? He's like, oh, no, you're, you're going to be awake for the whole fucking thing, but you're not going to be able to move. Why, why did I need to know that? I didn't need to know that. Like, yes, we all know you're all horrible people. We got that already. I appreciated that. Ooh, isn't the when they had like the round table too? Isn't that based on like illegal cloning technology? And it's like we're just what are we doing? Well, and why? That, that was the it was like sort of this interesting thing, right? That it was this flash clone that Halsey took of herself at some point, and so 
the clone has her brain, has her knowledge, has her memories, but it's from X amount of time ago. Sure. So she doesn't know everything that's happened since then, but she knows something bad's about to happen to her. <laughs> she knows she's Because I've been made for some reason. <laughs> right, exactly. And they, and they were kind of having that interesting conversation of like, the clone's like, I did this, and Halsey's like, well, actually, I did that. <laughs> you know? So there was like, there was an interesting dynamic there. Sure. Sure, um, but are they gonna? Are we gonna follow that at all, or is it just sort of? I think it's dropped. I mean, right. well, here's the interesting thing about Halsey because she's, I mean, in the video games, Halsey is definitely an ends justify the means character, mm-hmm. and she knows she has done terrible things, but she also does like love the Spartans. Um, but on the other hand, she does see them as tools. It's it's a weird it's a weird dynamic. Halsey's definitely not a good person in mm-hmm. the video games, but she seems even more evil in this show. Like and Cortana's way this is not like in the video games, Cortana is definitely based on Halsey's mind, but I don't think she was made in this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we well, were, because we were talking try- about they're, that. They're trying to kind of do a thing, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, she's being used as a tool in the in the war effort, like the Spartans are, and I'm sure they're going to bond over that at some point. Yeah. Speaking of Cortana, um, they should have just used the character model from Halo Three, uh, for Cortana instead of whatever they did. For the show. So you had more issue with it than I did. I didn't think it looked great, but it's like, all right, I mean, she's an AI. She's not supposed to look like... Uh, Yeah, I understand. It's, again, it's a budget thing, right? They probably didn't want to have to CGI in a model for every scene where you're going to have Cortana standing on a desk or in the chief's hand or whatever that would normally happen in the video games, right? So instead... Cortana's going to be a person that's actually on the set and then they'll just apply like a blue filter to her. You know, that's all they did. And I will say at least, hey, it is Jen Taylor doing the role. So that's cool that they brought the voice actress in to actually, I don't know what she looks like. I'm assuming that's her playing the character. No idea. It's not like her voice put onto someone else. I don't know. No clue. It does look like her. Because I, because when they were like, you kind of, like, he's like, it kind of looks like you. And he's referring to Halsey. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Anything like her <laughs> no, at doesn't. all. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, but, you know, it's whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I get what they're going for, right? Which is like, one, also, again, like, I know I got to let this go. That definitely wasn't a thing in the show or in the video game that Cortana would be able to, like, take over someone's body. Like, I believe she was in their body to a degree. Like, they had, like, a data port. And that she could... that That's, like, when you're putting the... When he puts, like, the chip in his head in the that's video her, games. Right? right. He's connecting it to a port in his skull. But, but he's she's not... She's not, like, actually, like... At the base of his brain. In control of him. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, like, they're acting like she could be in this. So, I understand. Like, right now, they're going for this whole... Cortana's very much an unknown. She seems like very evil too. They're, she wants to she wants a, to take over his body and just do everything. They're building towards a free will 
like uh, right. struggle so thing. You would hope, in theory, that Cortana is going to come around and they're going to be best pals in the end, and right? That's ultimately what they're working But in towards. this show, there's so much despair that you really have no hope that that's going to actually happen. So it's similar to Battlestar in that regard. I think there's more despair in this show than there was in Battlestar. There's some episodes of Battlestar, though, where it's like, okay, I got to turn this off for a while and go for a walk. It's just like... <laughs> This is bleak, motherfucker. I mean, I, you know, I get what they're going for, right? Like, you know, Chief pulls out the pill that was regulating his hormones to suppress his emotions. So he's walking around and he's like, holy shit, like, I haven't, you know, felt anything like this ever as far as I can remember. So I get everything they're going for, right? And, and... Like, they've definitely pulled some stuff from the game. Like, the, like, I'm, you know, I'm assuming we'll see what they do in the show when the grand reveal happens that Chief and all the other Spartans were stolen from their parents. But, you know, in the video games, it was definitely like Master Chief and all the other Spartans were stolen from their parents. They were all Flash cloned and replaced. And because Flash cloning only works for a certain amount of time. All the children died within like a year, got sick and died within a year because they're they're not sustainable replacements, Mm -hmm. you know, but that was all to cover up the fact that their children had been stolen from them by the evil UNSC. (laughs) Right. Uh, So it's just they are like pulling some stuff, but then I don't I just I mean, if you want to tell your own story, tell your own story. I I don't have too much of an issue with that. I, I think it's. You, you should be adapting it because it's yeah. based on the thing. And I don't like when they take a video game something and they make it... And I don't think they're doing this, but when they like take it and they make it completely different, because it's like like the Super Mario Brothers movie, that first one, was like, what the fuck is this? Right. Did you even like play the game for five minutes? Because no. it ain't... It's not this, whatever you guys are fucking doing. Um, yeah, it's, it's tough, though, because it's like, I, I'm perfectly okay with them a, a doing their own take on it. At the same time, there are there are things that are Halo and are not. Well, what makes it what makes Halo Halo, right? I and mean, you got to get down to what the core of it is. Keep that. Well, and you, you of- would like to think we're going to eventually get to the part where Master Chief is the hero beating ass and destroying the Covenant. I would like yeah. to see that. And at you some would point. like to see him and Cortana grow closer and closer and sure. closer. Now, there isn't there is an inherent challenge with with telling this story because if you think about how the games came out, right? Um, you know, you you obviously you start um uh the first game i mean you're on the pillars at the start and then but you're very quickly on the halo and it's not till years later that halo reach comes out and we not we know i we don't know but it seems very likely that you will end up with the covenant attacking reach after this episode i don't it's just cuz she was kind of like they made a point of saying, oh, we don't have that information on board yeah. regarding Reach. I think yeah. that they're building towards yeah. that. So, it seems that so way, at least. So what will be very frustrating, though, is if we get if, – if we're building Season 1 to just get to the fall of Reach – See, I don't think that. I think they've mentioned the rings. It Was it the second or third episode? It would have been the second episode. 
um, with the guy in the prison. I think you're gonna get... It'll probably be Reach getting destroyed or glassed or whatever the fuck. And then um, them arriving. or You're going to get the actual Halos at some point this season. I don't know. In my we'll humble see. opinion. I don't know. We'll see. It's hard to imagine them getting like that far in six episodes, especially That's, at the yeah. pace they're moving. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, and it's, it's tough because I... Like all of this setup, I just I don't care. <laughs> I think I would have liked a little really bit don't. more with because you didn't get a lot of Master Chief before he meets this girl and then he kind of goes rogue, right? I think you almost needed I don't know a little bit more of him before that, but then you only have nine episodes, so I understand why they're being kind of fast. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's just not doing much for me. And I will keep watching the first season, at the very least, just for the podcast. But I, yeah, and I, I mean, and I I like like something doesn't have to be good for me to like it. I like my fair amount of garbage, but I don't know. This just isn't doing anything for me. I just want I just want something to grab onto, and I feel that should be Master Chief and Cortana going out and beating ass. Yes. Um. Ideally, sooner rather than later. But I think yeah, standing around and I also, really like I also, sterile rooms isn't really doing a lot. I, for I, I also don't like this MacGuffin they've got hanging over the whole show now, which is that at some point Master Chief's going to do something that Halsey doesn't like, and the limiters are going to be taken off on Cortana, and she's going to take over. And I'm just not looking forward to that scene because I know it's going to be stupid. Well, I think what is ultimately what they're building toward and I could be wrong but they're going to develop that rapport and Cortana is going to make the choice to not take him over hopefully because I feel like they're going to do the she takes him over and then feels bad about it for two seasons I hope not and like their trust is destroyed because right now right because of Halsey's instructions he's starting to trust Cortana right but Halsey at any point could just go even more evil (laughs) Which does not seem like much of a stretch. Um, and, and that's the other thing is like I'd prefer the characterization to be a little bit more like the video games where Halsey and everyone else knows Master Chief is special and inherently more capable than all the other Spartans. And, you know, the, like what does Cortana always say in the video games? You had something that no one else did. You were lucky. Things would just fall your way. And you know they need some of that to happen because right now like everyone's just so willing to fuck like the UNSC's like let's kill the master chief (laughs) Halsey's like take over his body (laughs) you know like you know all this garbage is coming I just want the garbage to be out of the way so we can get to the fun stuff because I want the fucking romp right like I want master chief to be riding on the fucking warthog kicking some covenant ass having some fun on the halos because that's the thing and that's the crux of it, right? The show should be fun. Here's, and I'm not having fun. Here's my concern with that. Is that you... We saw, what, a 10-minute battle in the first episode that seemed to have consumed quite a lot of budget. How much... Like, even once they get to the point where Chief is fighting, like, how much are they actually going to be able to do? And that's a big we'll concern see. for me. I like, because this is, the th- 
to me, I, I don't know. Like, to me, Halo slots better as a movie where it's 90 minutes of chief fucking shit up. Because I don't care about all of the story. If I really want the story, I'll go play the games. I'll read the books. But what Alex said, I think, last week was how much of a story is there really? Exactly. So let's just have a movie, a fun action movie. You could even make a fun action series. I just, I don't need all this, like, heady drama. I don't need the rebel girl when Burn Gorman, like, just exploding people's I, heads for no reason. I think what happened, and I, I think we, I talked about it last week on the show, that they had that little Commander Shepard reference in the, sh- in the show. And I think what happened is, is these showrunners, and the showrunner, the writers, I think they really wanted to make a Mass Effect show. And this is their interpretation of all the Mass Effect politics, mm. right? Well, then I'm glad they didn't get to make a Mass Effect show. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they wanted to do. And they're trying that. to slot other characters in yeah. to it fit. It could be, yeah. Because isn't, isn't Amazon doing a Mass Effect show? Who got I don't know. Or was it know. Netflix? I don't know. And Somebody then, you know, has those rights. I don't, know, I don't know if I mentioned this last time on the podcast, but I was thinking about it, and... You know, I'd like to think The Last of Us show on HBO is going to be really good when it comes out because you would think that Sony wouldn't let one of their flagship properties be mishandled like the one we're talking about right now. When I but you never know. But you don't know. There was just that Uncharted movie and that was no good. <laughs> and that's one of their flagship properties too. No es bueno. I think it being hmm. on HBO, Pedro yeah. Pascal is an excellent actor, and he's playing Joel. I mean, it doesn't matter. You don't know until we see it, yeah. right? And I think it's a limited series. I think they're only doing a limited number of episodes. It's not a continuing thing, I think. And if that's the case, I, I have a lot more faith in HBO as a, a creator of content than I do other... Um, Paramount Plus. <laughs> well, and I, like, I guess it's Showtime too, right? Yeah. Well, it's all the same organization. Well, I know, but it's yeah. just. But it's but you know what I mean. It's not a great sign that this Uncharted movie just came out, and they let like you know Mark Wahlberg play Sully, and you know it's like. Well, the casting was just the like, casting was what? terrible across the board. Yeah. And I don't care about Uncharted, so I was never going to see that movie But anyway, my point just but... is, what are what are Sony's, what are right. the PlayStation's flagship franchises, right. okay? Right. You have Uncharted, you have Last of Us, you have Horizon, and you have Gran Turismo. Is there anything else, really? Not that I can think of. You know, I mean, you have some others that are like, we know about them as gamers, but I would say they're lower tier in terms of the public consciousness consciousness i can't even speak just say the word for me erica thank you no problem wow you know you have your ghost of shishima your uh ratchet and clang sure um you know. but was uncharted even that well known outside of gaming spheres but don't you like want it to be a good movie though <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, you could say that about any movie, right? Yeah. Like, and also, and shit you're happens. Sony. They probably just made the movie themselves, right? You have all the control, right? I, it doesn't make a lot of sense when it's like this should all be good. I mean, you're first, like I, I don't know. Tom Holland is. I I mean, there, here's the problem. It was right there, just 
cast freaking Nathan Fillion. He's right it's there. so easy. He's literally right there. And he'll do it. And it'll be a lot cheaper to get him than Tom fucking Holland. Yes. And, and you know, look, I think Tom Holland does a great job as Spider-Man. I have no beef with Tom Holland. He's a but fine actor. Nathan Fillion is one of those dudes that just has a level of charisma that really is very hard to find. Yes. And he, I mean, look, he kept that freaking show Castle on ABC. <laughs> going forever. Going for like 10 <laughs> seasons. And that show was nothing special. I know. All right. It was fine. I, I was like, it. I was kind of into the premise. I, I never watched, watched it. it. It was fine. It was a one man carry. Yes. <laughs> Just hefting it onto his shoulders. Yes. Let's go. Ten oh, seasons. Let's do Fillion. this. Dude's so great. Good. And and I don't need to like do it where, oh, well, Nathan Fillion's too old. Just make the characters fucking old. Who cares? Well, and like people can be old. Yeah. That's fine. We just watched the pirate show. Everybody's old on that, and it's fucking great. <sighs> like, I, people can be old in a movie. People cannot. You don't have to be like a like movie star. Good looks. Like people will still go to your movie. You know what I'd like to see? I know Bob has a thought, but you know what I'd like to see? And this is the type of thing that would never happen because it would make way too much sense. It's too good of an idea. But you know how when they. Uh, you know when Soderbergh did that movie Haywire with Gina Carano mm-hmm. and he didn't like her performance from like a tone perspective. So he changed her voice in editing to like make her sound deeper or more masculine or whatever was going on. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was a good movie. I don't know if you ever watched it, but it was a good movie. I don't think I've seen Haywire. Um, it's just basically, you know, it's exactly what you would want. It's just... You know, before she turned into a lunatic, it's just Gina Carano beating ass for an hour and a half. Merkin fools. Like, yes. that is literally all that I want. Yes, she's just killing people. She's beating up Michael Fassbender. She's throwing him through doors. I didn't realize he was in that movie. Oh, yeah. Well, Haywire, I may have to watch this Haywire's now. good. Okay. No, Haywire's good. It's freaking Soderbergh. Has he ever really made a bad movie? That's, that's a fair point. Um, but, you know, he didn't like the performance, right? So he changed it. So... If you were going to make a Horizon movie, and I don't know if you guys even know this, the the look of Aloy, her face, is based off a real like Dutch actress or something. This is not a creation. They just modeled her off someone. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, it's Ashley, Ashley Birch doing the voice, but why not just, if you're going to make a live-action Horizon movie, why not just take the real woman who you base the character's look off of, stick her in the movie... Film all the scenes with her playing the character and then dub her with Ashley Birch. Would that really be that much work? It yes. Yes. But (laughs) come on. It would. Yes. And I think there's there would be a big disconnect between the the actor and the voice. But would it be because that's what you're used to? Well, but there's I I think more in the expressiveness and the actual like physical acting. And I think that it would there would be a host be, of issues. It'd be so bad. Ashley it'd Birch. Be okay, here's what you do. Ashley Birch stands off screen reading the lines. Just have her do it. She's mm. cute. I'm just saying, like, it's an idea. All right. It's, it's a an fun. idea. We're throwing it out there. I didn't say it was I a like, great idea, but it would probably I like work that better. There was like it a, would probably work better than that? Mark Wahlberg playing Solo. I, I like All that right. there was a 10-minute setup to 
I was just getting to the point that Alex does not want to see Ashley Birch in the Horizon movie. Well, they're not doing that anyway. They wouldn't do it, though. It would be like fucking... Let me think about it. All right. Who would play Aloy? It would be... Who was the woman in Wolf of Wall Street? I was just going to... Margot Robbie? It would be Margot Robbie or something. It would be like that type of actress. She's decent, though. Sure, I'm not. I don't have anything against her. I I was saying to him, this is the funny thing about Horizon, is you know depending on the outfit you're wearing, you see varying amounts of Aloy's body, and Aloy just has a very normal woman's yeah. like, in like she looks like she works out for like an hour a day. She's body. an athletic woman, but she doesn't. But that's the thing; she doesn't even really actually look athletic in the game. She's like scaling mountains with her fucking bare hands. Well, and people, She's, but dudes lose their shit if you have a woman with a little bit of muscle tone. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. She should have some muscle tone. Yeah, but then she we get yeah, that's weird, Alex. She should be shredded. You're making her too masculine looking. I can't jerk off to that. It is funny when they started showing like teaser footage for Horizon 2, and to me, Aloy looks like the same as Horizon 1. She just looks more detailed, just like everything does. And people are like, Oh, they made Aloy ugly. I'm like, what? Because Alex... I'm, She's I'm gonna, like I'm gonna, a 10. What gonna, are you I'm talking you about? Right the internet was a mistake. Just in general. <laughs> and everybody thinks... I don't disagree. That like everybody cares about what your stupid opinion is. So, And there's people just going on and they're saying things to drive engagement, right? Sure. So it's like, I'm going to come on here with a really dumb, stupid opinion that I probably know is wrong, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway because I want to... I want to stir the pot. Because, yeah, she's gorgeous. She's yeah. bonkers who, gorgeous. Who? Shut up. And and by the way, like... My favorite was, oh, there's, like, hair on her cheeks. And it's like, tell me you have never been anywhere near another human being ever, friend. Yeah. I say this as an Italian woman who has to regularly shave my face. So, like, I'm I, sorry, guys. That's, like, that was, like, like, years ago when that idiot Ben Shapiro was talking about the WAP music video. Oh, my God. And he goes like, what does he say? Like, you know, women don't get wet like that. It's like, Like, oh, buddy, maybe not with you, Ben. (laughs) Might want to talk to your wife. Tell me you've never brought a woman to completion. My wife wife says women don't get wet. Oh, that's what she tells you, huh? (laughs) Oh, we just, that doesn't happen, honey. (laughs) It was like, oh, Ben. Oh, bud. Oh, if you were such a piece of shit, I would feel bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I uh, sci-fi, <laughs> sci-fi as a television series is always going to be inherently challenging because there, it, it is completely rooted in in stuff that doesn't exist. But this is that you have to have a strong art department with a strong vision. Yeah. That helps. That does a yes. lot of the heavy lifting for you. Cuz if it's like, oh, "Okay, you know, the sets are cool and kind of detailed and have kind of a an aesthetic to them and you feel like you're actually on a set instead and maybe they are on sets." It always feels like we're just in a CGI nightmare to me though. For most of it. Well, and I, you got to you got to decide what what is the purpose? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to are you trying to tell a you know a story about what the future could be like? Do you just have an idea for a story and you like the future setting? Um, 
you, you kind of got to focus on something. Well, this all just comes comes around to also that it's like making a movie or making a television show. It's not just one person doing it. It's mm-hmm. a whole collective. And you all kind of have to get together and work together to really sort of, you know, drive the narrative and present what you're doing in a way that's believable. Yeah. And I don't think they're doing a very good job on the Halo show. So, But like I said, we'll keep watching because, I don't know content but alex hates us hey did we not just get like an hour out of it 50 minutes okay you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) i'm just i'm just producing content for this podcast women don't get wet like that oh buddy yeah not didn't think we were gonna get there in the halo discussion i'm gonna be chortling about that for a while i've forgotten about that oh ben Hmm. So I've been playing Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. And how are you finding it? I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I can never get me enough Tiny Tina. The writing's definitely way better than Borderlands 3 was. Um, And, you know, obviously I explained it on the last episode, so I won't go over it again. But, you know, Tina's your dungeon master. And she's, you know, telling a story while you go along and making random shit happen. And, you know, you walk into, like bright hoof this city and you're just on the outskirts and it looks nice and she's like you arrive at bright hoof but you're not the only one the city's under siege and like fire pops up and the sky goes dark and she's like and there's skeletons attacking and she's like skelly men skelly women skelly ships (laughs) you know they're all popping in in front of you I saw a clip and uh, it made me laugh because it was, I don't know if, I think it was, is Will Arnett like a bad guy in it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's him and and Andy Samberg was there or some shit. Mm -hmm. And they may, they look at one of the other characters and they're like, what the deal with this guy? He's not even painted. And that made me laugh because some people get like, get real like shitty if your your minis aren't painted. And it's like, but that Mm -hmm. made me laugh. Yeah, I'm, I'm, there was just there was like there's just all these little things that are just hilarious when they're because just the voice acting on Tina is so good and the writing and like at one point you stab like this sword into a ghost and when the ghost gets absorbed by the sword it, it falls on the ground and Tina goes like she's like the soul is absorbed into the sword and the sword clatters to the ground like this clatter 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 clatter. <laughs> It's just, I I do need to play this because I I am the DM for the the, the session or the campaign. I think that you get a lot of good ideas. I from I this think game. a lot of good ideas and just a lot of just kind of like oh yeah that's that's exactly you know, what this was like. Like Tina's character, she loves explosives of all <laughs> kind, and so at one point you you know it's also be in this fantasy setting, right? And you uh you get to this point where you're supposed to like blow up these catapults. And this person hands you, she, the per, this character goes like, okay, here you go. Here's some C4. Go blow this up. And one of the people playing is like, you know, you could try a little bit harder than that, Tina. Like, it's just a, we're doing like a fantasy game here. And she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. You're right. You're right. All right. I take it back. He hands you fantasy four. That's, and can I tell you? <laughs> that is exactly what it is like. Because as... 
in life, I, I you exclaim Jesus Christ a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So I do have, you know, you're in a, you're doing something with somebody, and you're doing a character, and you'll exclaim Jesus Christ, and it's like, well, Jesus Christ doesn't exist in this universe, so it's fantasy Christ now. And Jesus fantasy Christ exists as a deity within our D and D campaign. There are goblins, and the goblins, instead of saying goddamn, say goddamn. That's outstanding. That's just a beautiful thing. There's just a bunch of stuff like just that. Little dumb shit that makes it delightful. At one point, like, uh, you know, Butt Stallion, the diamond pony, shows up, and <laughs> Tina's like, it's Queen Butt Stallion. Just, did you forget she said? She's like, her, her brilliance, it washes over you, man. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a ton of stuff like that. Like, it just, Tina has always been one of the best characters, and. She's just killing it again in this game. Well, in those games, always I, I didn't play much of three, but one and two did have very good writing. Yeah, one and two had two especially had great writing, and I think they've figured it out. I don't know what the hell happened, but three, it was weird because three, the main story was terrible. The side stuff was okay, um, and everything in Wonderlands has been really well written. I, I only made it like off planet to like the first planet, and then something happened. I couldn't tell you what, but it was just sort of life. One life, right? One of those things, or just never fucking went back to it. So, speaking of video games, Erica, I have a great idea. Yes. And like many of my suggestions, I understand you're going to sit here on the podcast and you're going to nod and you're going to act like it might happen, and then it's absolutely it'll never happen. Right. Not going to happen. Right. That's usually right. how this goes. Yeah. But I have a great idea, nonetheless. Uh, a couple activity, actually. I think it would be really fun, and this would be like a small time commitment because it's not that long of a game. I think it would be really fun if you and Bob played Streets of Rage 4 together. It's on Game Pass. I know you like the Streets of Rage games, right? Eh? The music's great. The art's great. The story's good. Eh? Eh? Fun game. Couple hours. Eh? I can get into that. For the podcast? <laughs> sure. All right, it's not going to happen. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, though. We'll see. Well, because you've got your big race next week. Yep. Uh, but then you should, that week after is usually pretty light, right? The week after will be light, and then back into... But in theory, we should have some free time. In theory, yes. Even with, you know, look, you could just put the game on, you know, idiot difficulty. Even with Bob's limited video game skills, I think you guys would be just fine. You could just carry him through, Erica. It would be fine. You know what would be really amazing is if... Turtles in Time you ever game pass? You, you ever improved at video games? Well, sure. But if... You could get to a point, like, if you could get a controller set up that you could genuinely play a video game while on a treadmill. If you could do that. I mean, you could. You can't. It's just uncomfortable and terrible. It would be awkward to be holding the controller in front of you. Or even like if it was mounted in front of you to be on the control, your hands on the controller while you're running. Well, that's my point. Right. But if you could figure out a way to do it, that'd you be could amazing. definitely do it on the bike. You could do it. Yes, I could do it on the bike for sure. 
Because you don't really need your arms on the bike. No. I mean, you get a better workout if sure. you're, if you're, you know, in position. I think, but... I think your workouts are okay. Like, I think you're, I think you're going to be okay. You know, if the Peloton workout is like just okay, I think you'll somehow survive. <laughs> Um, I finished Tunic. Yeah, you mentioned. I I enjoyed it. Um, it was it was challenging. I'm just I I like the next game I'm gonna play is Guardians of the Galaxy. Once I kind of again like now it's like Wonderlands has pulled my attention. But if I just want a game to play by myself, I'm gonna play Guardians of the Galaxy because I just want a more like chill experience. Sure. You know? Like I'm. A, I said this in the last one. I know I'm God. I've just, I'm tired of video games that are based around suffering. <laughs> sure. And it's not that bad in tunic. Like when you die, if you don't go get your body back, you just lose a little bit of your money, you which don't I lose, appreciate. You don't lose right. like everything. Yes. Yes. Um, like dark souls. It's not as punishing. No, but it's definitely still like, and the combat, I'd say the combat is the worst part about that game. The story, the world, the exploration, those are the, the music, those are the art, those are all the good parts. Mm-hmm. The combat is kind of the worst part. It's a little clunky. Yeah, I've just gotten, I haven't gotten any, I got a little farther than the last time we spoke. Uh, that first boss was like destroying me and I was getting really frustrated because it was late and I'm like... I just got to set this down. And then I just, honestly, I haven't played anything. Since. Honestly, if you're not like, if you kill, if you go back to it eventually and you're just struggling and you can't get it going, just turn on the mode where you don't take damage and just experience the game. I would like to, cause I do because really like the aesthetic. There, I like the exploration. I do want to get further in it. So there is a lot of stuff that's just based around figuring things out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just based on the environment, figuring puzzles out or learning secrets that are not really obvious at all. Mm-hmm. And that's the stuff to me that's really good about the game. The combat is mostly your normal, like, you know, learn patterns, block, dodge, swing once, rinse and repeat. Like, it's just, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not like... When it's in a 3D space, like a Bloodborne, it's more engaging to me than in an isometric space. No, I feel you. That, that brings up an interesting point, though, because um, I have seriously considered like turning the difficulty on Forbidden West to idiot mode. Um Just because, I, you know, just so I can get through the game. Because it's so interesting, like, when a the game is like it gives you this really cool world to explore and uh you you just want to you really want to experience that now in the 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 issue if the gameplay was worse in horizon i would have done it by now the problem with horizon is the gameplay is really good you enjoy it and you want to you want to experience it um but i do like that we're seeing games do that, giving you more, like... Well, because not everybody has the time to, right. you know, like a Bloodborne. I, it took me at least four or five hours before I was like, okay, I think I can, like, at least get through this and not get destroyed every time I go out. Sure, yeah. 
not everybody is going to be like the pinnacle of video games and it's like well I do want to experience this I mean there there's a place for games like that where sure there are right? I'm not saying that there's not but, but it's but nice when when you when there are games that have the option for you to make I enjoy it a challenge but really sometimes easy. it's like I only got a couple hours a day here and I don't want to just be spending it getting frustrated and mad right well yeah sometimes like a bloodborne it is like you need to just get yourself in the mindset to play a certain way. Like, I I remember, like, one that I really remember having this experience on was Geometry Wars. Did you ever play that? Yes. And Geometry Wars, you need to get your mind right or you're going to have problems. Yeah. You know? I always um, had fun with it. I was not good at it. Uh, no, Geometry Wars is one of those games you were, like, constantly frustrated with but also still having a great time. Yeah. Um, and you know, speaking of horizon, this reminds me, I was going to bring up one of the things I don't like about this new horizon is the way they handle weapons and upgrading them. So in horizon, uh, zero dawn, basically, you know, your, your vendors had certain weapons and as you progress through the game, they would have better weapons, but the best weapons were generally locked behind like certain activities, right? Like you would do the, um, hunting grounds or whatever, and when you did them all, you would get these really good weapons. Mm-hmm. And those were like the best stuff. But when you had them, you had them. And yeah, you could like go out and try to find like the different um, mods. I can't remember what they call them in Horizon. But you have the mods that you socket onto the weapons to improve the weapons. And it gives them a little bit of customization. And they still have that in Horizon Forbidden West. But what I don't like is that all the weapons now can be upgraded. And... The upgrade materials, especially for the really good high-end weapons, are not um, easy to come by, and they all come from the same enemies. So, like, there's, like, however many different enemies in the game. Like, there's, like, 40 different machines or something, right? Mm -hmm. But when you start to get... Like, I'm not spoiling anything here, Bob, but when you start to get to, like, the legendary weapons, like, the orange quality weapons or armor they all take materials from like the same five enemies and what's also annoying is these legendary weapons they are the de facto best but only if you're able to upgrade them if you're not able like like a purple bow let's say of the same type like there's different bows there's sharp shot there's hunter there's warrior Let's say you have a purple warrior bow and you've upgraded it all the way and you've dumped all these materials into it. That's better than the baseline quality warrior bow above it, like the orange warrior bow. So, like, why even bother so, if you've got it upgraded all the way and this is a better weapon? Yeah, so you've dumped all these materials into, yeah, the second best weapon technically, but now if you want to go upgrade the best weapon you have to go out and farm because these are not materials you're just going to have you need to go go out and you need to go grind and i don't like one of the things about horizon forbidden west is it's definitely not as tight of an experience as the first game was okay 
and I don't obviously don't want to say too much because Bob's still going through it, and I am too. I'm nowhere close to being done, I don't think. But well, I haven't even started. I definitely yet, so. feel like they fell into the open world trappings. Or we need to make it longer. Yes. It needs to be long. Long equals. And good. I'm hoping they have like addressed some stuff, but it's mostly been technical issues and bug fixes. I'm hoping at some point they come along and address the upgrading while I'm still actually playing the game. Because it sucks to feel like, well, I got this new bow, but I can't really use it until I upgrade it like four times. Which that's, means yeah. I have that's to go which means I have to go grind for two hours. I I absolutely hate a game that forces you to grind. Um and and you know, presumably you don't really have to, right? You you could take what you got upgraded, and as long as you're a good enough player, or you turn the difficulty down, you'll get through the game. But um, sure, but I don't want to turn the difficulty down. And right. you know, part of the experience, part of the reason that you want to go out and do so and so thing to get the better thing is right. that you want to feel stronger. Right. You want to feel that sense of improving and progression. You don't just want to feel like the enemies and I are at the same level all the time. Like, no, I got this really sweet bow and this really sweet armor. So when I run into a lower tier enemy, I, want I just want to poop on them. it. Right, yeah. exactly. Like that, I want to feel powerful. Like, like in the first game, what was what was the dinosaur, the fucking um, the T-Rex looking one? Oh, Thunderjaw. Yeah. When you first got the th- met the Thunderjaw, the Thunderjaw would beat your ass like a drum, and you would have to really be careful and play it the right way. When you had all the good stuff, you'd tear off the armor to access it to get access to its core. You would sticky bomb like seven stickies on the fucking core of the Thunderjaw, and then you would watch it blow into a million pieces. And you know why I was able to do that? Because I had all the sweet gear. Because I was a badass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. You want to feel like, okay, I've achieved something. I've done something. I'm, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I the thing that. is, they're they're not just handing you these legendary weapons either. You have to go do something oh, to sure. get them. Sure. So you've already, like, earned them. And then you have to go and upgrade them. And it's like, man, I feel like I have to work to get this uh, weapon upgraded, like, way too hard. And you never want it to feel like work. You yeah. never want it to feel like, like... If I want if I want to get on a game and I want to feel like I'm working, I'll play Destiny. Yeah. I'm just going to say like those old like J like a Final Fantasy 7. Like I know yeah. there's going to be a time where I want to grind. I, w- I, I want to upgrade stuff, so I do have to go out and just I want in the 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 uh the game startup for it to ask me, "Hey, do you like grinding?" No? Okay. You don't have to grind. Well, and look, like you mentioned, like Final Fantasy VII in remake. Yeah, I guess you could grind if you wanted to, but I didn't ever need to grind. I was just able to like play through the yeah, game. And those old like JRPGs, though, from yeah. that PlayStation One era. There's you're gonna there's gonna be some yeah, grinding, and, and, right? And there's a lot of games like like if you start playing World of Warcraft, I think most people who have j- basic knowledge of video games understand that at some point you are going to hit a place in WoW where you need to grind, right? Like, that's just, just all MMOs. to Mr. Cavill in his badass, glorious gaming chair, grinding yeah. for hours in World of Warcraft. Oh, yeah. I mean, that guy, he's got, he's got, like, three things to do each day, right? Like, well, maybe four. 
Okay, I, I'm starting. I'm like the more <laughs> I think about it, you're thinking he's about it. Adding now. On, I'm adding on. Okay, <laughs> like this is this is Henry Cavill's day in my mind. I could be wrong. <laughs> I know, and and I know. I'm talking about like his basic days. Find I'm us not, on social, Hankinator. <laughs> let yeah. us know. I'm not talking about the days where he has to go do some interviews that he probably deeply hates, or he has to go to set. I'm he talking deeply about hates them until they ask that one question about Warhammer and then the hope well, lights up in and, his and eyes. And then they laugh at him. And then they laugh at him and then he's like, fuck everything. And he's like and he's like, look at my shoulder blades. I could crush <laughs> your skull, you stupid bitch. I wish I was home painting my Warcraft minis. So This is this is in my mind Henry Cavill's day. Alright? Let me know if you have Warhammer seems, minis, not Warcraft seems, minis. If this seems me. wrong to you. Lay it on me. He wakes up, he eats, he probably fucks his model girlfriend. One would assume. While he's eating, maybe, or working out. You know, the he trifecta. Goes and, he goes and he's works out. He's got the up. TV on, too. He's got the full Costanza. He's got limited time. He's got to multitask. <laughs> yeah, he peeks out from under the uh, comforter. He finds pastrami to the eat, most to eat, pull, He opens the up the drawer, and he starts eating his sub. <laughs> and then he throws the TV on while he's eating her out. Yeah. Um. So let's see. He wakes up. He he wakes up. So each day he sleeps. He wakes up. He fucks. He eats. He works out. And then I imagine he plays with his fucking Warhammer figures. I hope he gets to do that every day. And then I he, hope that for him. And then he grinds on WoW. <laughs> and then he probably eats, fucks, and goes back to sleep. I mean, to me, that's Henry Cavill's day. <laughs> I, I hope he gets to achieve that more days than not. He's filming season three right now, so I don't think he gets to do it. He is painting those minis, though. It's funny. Um, I'm I'm halfway through uh, the first season of The Witcher rewatching it. How are you finding it going? Well, back? I mean, you know, I, I enjoy the show. Um, it's good. Uh, but I, I have a... I, I want to get your opinion because... In universe, I think I know the reason why Yennefer wants to rip her clothes off every opportunity she gets, okay? And I think the reason is, because, right, she's just, in those early episodes, she's, like, just chanting stuff and she's taking her top off. And I'm like, what does this have to do? Well, in episode five, that definitely happens. We've got the tits out, and we're trying to like capture, capture the, the gin. gin, right? Yeah. But what was the reason for that? Like, and I think I know the re- no, I know n- not the gin, but I'm saying the topless. So I think I know the in-universe reason. Okay, I think Yennefer was ugly for however many years, twenty years or something. I know that in the show she's been alive for like decades once she becomes a mage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but. I think the lore would, in my mind, is she was lore. ugly. The she had the hunchback. Mm-hmm. Her face was messed up on one side. And then the guy goes in, he rips out her fucking uterus, and he makes her hot. Yes. And I think what happened, because if it was me, what would happen is I would think I've been ugly forever. I fucking lost the ability to breed. But let me tell you something. I'm hot as shit now. I've got a great and rack. I'm going to show this off. I'm showing everybody. I don't care who knows. I had to fucking lose something for this shit. Alex, okay? that is a valid interpretation. 
Because otherwise, I don't really know the reason that when she's capturing the Jin, she needs to take her clothes off. <laughs> you know, I mean. So to me, I've got nice tits. I'm gonna show them. I think that's what happened. Hey, I which think that's to me, valid. that's what I would do. Look, if I was a male porn star, I'd be naked right now. All right, it wouldn't be uncomfortable at all. No, you just <laughs> and it would be totally normal because you'd be like, look. I mean, the thing's a foot long. It makes sense. My cousin's you a want to show star. it off. He's just he's just gonna be nude in our home. <laughs> yeah, this so you're is actually normal. on episode five then. Yeah, I think we're somewhere around there. Yeah, I can't remember. because that's the episode. Like, please, we're that's the episode that. with the gin. We're beyond that. Yeah, we're uh, we've definitely. I think the last episode we watched was the one with the dragon. Okay, so that was episode six. So yeah, okay. I like that you actually know the plot of like each episode, Alex, because you've rewatched the show forty five times. The brain rot. I can't. I can't adequately explain this to a sane person. Shit, just it, it latches. To be clear on this podcast, I am the sane one of yeah. the three of oh, us. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I, it latches. He's a complete lunatic. Yes. And you, by osmosis and you know proximity, are getting there. I'm like slowly being ruined. Yes. How? <laughs> what, how am I a complete lunatic? Don't do this. Yeah, that's go a, ahead. That's Erica. I'm perfectly sane. Erica, Erica, go ahead. Tell me what you're going to so say. So there's the hyperfixation. You fucking crazy person. They just latch. And I don't know why. Like, what ha- it was uh, last fall. I was talking to the girls about this. I just happened to, like... I don't even remember what it was. I think I came across a fic, and I was like, oh, well, that sounds kind of interesting. I remember I watched that show, so I read it, and I was like, oh, all right, cool. Maybe I should rewatch the show. You know, haven't seen it. I think I watched it first uh, right when Izzy came home. And you could put a gun to my head afterward, and I'd be like, I have no fucking clue what happened in that. Everyone is very attractive. It was entertaining enough at 3 a.m. when I was up feeding my baby. Great. Great show. Rewatched it, and I don't know what the fuck happened. It was just like, grabbed me. Alex, it grabbed me, and it wouldn't fucking let go. And it still kind of hasn't. So that's that's where I am. Got um, Alamo reading the books, though. He's enjoying them thoroughly. Speaking of, I was tell- I know I texted you and I was talking with Bob about it that I finally got around to watching the fourth rebuild of Evangelion movie. And yes, are they all on? They're all on Amazon. They're all yeah. on Amazon Prime. So unfortunately, they're only on there. Well, no, that's not true. You can watch. You can watch them in Japanese if you want with the subtitles. Um, I would prefer that. But I don't know for sure. They might be dub titles. Okay. You know, meaning they're the English dub just subtitled. Right, not the actual translation. Right. They might be dub titles. I'm not sure. I would have to look into it more. It's wacky the way on Amazon Prime they make you, like, if you just go in and say, put the audio to Japanese, it switches to subtitles to Japanese as well. well. So you have to go into, like, different submenus to get... That's very annoying. You have to go into, like, different submenus to get the audio to Japanese and then to get the subtitles to English. It's a pain in the ass. Like, tighten it up, Amazon. And also, when you go to do this, it doesn't list the languages in English. So you're just guessing. You're like, well, I think that's Japanese you know letters kanji. come on yeah so you have to guess and then i like listened for like a few seconds and i'm like okay this is definitely the japanese voice actors oh, that's annoying. but it is annoying because i have i remember like what fifty thousand years ago when they first started these i was like oh cool 
but I'm not. I like to wait till stuff is all out, especially with these guys, because you never know exactly <laughs> sure. when it's gonna How fucking many years come. It'll take. So I was like, I'll wait until they're well, all out. Well, it was out. like ten years between three and four. It took for fucking ever. So I was like, okay, it's just never gonna happen. But I guess it did finally release. So I do want to watch them. Yeah, but I, I was texting you, and it was funny because I'm sitting there this whole movie. I'm like, I have no fucking idea what's happening like and 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 this is not an unusual feeling with evangelion like generally it does kind of need a couple watches to really hit you Mm -hmm. but they got so out there that i'm just sitting there like what the like i don't know where anyone i don't know why anyone's doing anything just like I don't know what the reason is, is that X, Y, and Z are happening, but at the end, it did hit me emotionally, so I guess whatever they did worked. <laughs> it worked. They did it right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's just, Evan Yellian is such an experience, and it's like, you can't even really recommend it to people. Like, I would never be like, oh, it's your first anime ever. You know what you should watch? Evan Yellian. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a thing we're going to do to you. Don't be a, a dummy like I was. I, I remember I hadn't watched the show yet, and I had just heard End of Eva had come out. And I was like, oh, well, I'll just watch the movie. And I remember sitting there like... No. The fuck? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, this is, this is cool. It's very pretty. I have no fucking idea what's going on, but yeah. I, I'll watch the show, I guess. Good times. Fun. But yeah, she will have to let us know when you're into season two. Because, yeah, I'm interested in what you think. Yep. How is your washing partner enjoying it? They're enjoying it. Good. I think they're enjoying it. Yep. More than they enjoyed Sopranos. Which, you know, has to say something about poor taste, but whatever. I mean, the Sopranos doesn't have Henry Cavill naked in a bathtub, I guess. Sure, yeah. It's a lot more um, seen too much of James Gandolfini. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite the same Not impact. Quite the same. No. One one of the funny things about the Sopranos, and this is this is where like if you're just enjoying a show, you just ignore shit that makes no sense at all. Is all these like it's one thing when Tony Soprano is fucking all the strippers that work for him, right? Because it's like whatever he's paying them. They have loose morals, but whatever. He's, he's, he has right. a lot of power. Yeah. Yeah. But when he starts fucking like professional women who are highly intelligent and you're like, what do you like about this slob? <laughs> you know, the funny thing is it's it's similar in the uh, one of the funny things about the Witcher books is they're like Geralt's hideous. He's just very monstrous, whatever. He fucks. Everyone, <laughs> every chick he comes across he fucks. Geralt of Rivia <laughs> fucks in those books. And you're just like, dude, you just told me he's like, no one wants anything to do with this guy. Two pages later, he's like two chicks deep. What, what are we doing? What's going on? Yeah, there were there were a number of those in The Sopranos, though. Like the one, there were like so many. But the last one, probably because it's the last one that really happens, I guess, is when uh, Julia, Juliana Margulies or whatever her name is, the actress shows up. And this woman is, like, so gorgeous, right? Yeah. And you're, like... And in the show, she's, like, this well-respected real estate agent who's filthy rich. It's, like... 
And I'll give what you. What would you like about this man? I'll give you early Sopranos. Tony was cute. Before he like gained like forty. Pounds. Before he became the the giant monster that he is, and he's supposed to be by the end of that show, right? Yeah. He gets more monstrous as it goes. Yeah, you're like you're you're Juliana Margulies, really? Yeah, I think you could do better. And then her way of doing better was to hook up with Christopher, which. I mean, oh, Christopher. I mean, you know, just as probably more of a psycho than most people on that show, but <laughs> whatever. What other show did you just mention? Oh, The Witcher again, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mentioned the books, not the show. In the video games, he's not ugly either. I mean, he's not like Henry Well, because they weren't going to make it's a show. Your main character isn't going to be like. Sure. No, we're going to get somebody who's like, right, cute. You can't be on TV and be, like, not at least cute anymore. Hey, um, Alex, have you, have you watched a gay pirate show yet? I have not. It's a delight. I believe you. Good. I'm glad. You know, I'll get around to it around the same time that you get around to the 45 things I've suggested <laughs> on this podcast, okay? Hey, no judgments. I'm the first, I'm, I, I am in no position to judge anybody who's like, yeah, okay, Erica. No judgments at all. It's a delight. I've enjoyed it thoroughly. And hopefully they announce season two soon. I have spread that brain rot around too. I've destroyed the girls' lives. <laughs> I think they were watching it again tonight. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Goodness me. <sighs> you know, if you wanted, you and your friend, the one who likes Hades, she could play Streets of Rage 4 on her Switch while you're experiencing it on your Xbox, and then you guys could talk about it. <laughs> Just putting it out there, man. Indeed. What else you got, Alex? I have a question. Oh, here we go. Do we understand at all what the fuck is going on with the challenge? I haven't even really looked into it, but it just seems like it's been a very long time since the last season. It does, yes. I think I know. I think I know what's happening. They're doing the one on CBS because that's what they've announced, right? It seems like the what we would consider the main challenge show is on a hiatus. It seems like they're doing the one on CBS, which is only going to be CBS reality TV stars, as far as I understand it. And no. And then they're doing the challenges in different countries that are just going to be reality TV stars from those countries. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, we, we talked, talked about, about this, this a while on an episode, ago. Yeah. And then they're doing the challenge All Stars 3, right? Mm-hmm. Which, in theory, we'll see more of the people that we care about on that show. Um, but in terms of like your main line challenges, it seems like it's on a hiatus as far as I'm aware. I don't know. It doesn't, there was... I, don't, I mean, I could look into it, right? Like I could go on the websites where they post spoilers and find out if stuff is being filmed. Um, but as far as I know, my I, understanding I that is the next season is filming of the main line is what I thought i read so don't quote me on that okay um there was mark tweeted or posted somewhere like a week or two ago that there was big news coming about all stars three soon and 
from my quick search just a moment ago, it doesn't look like that as you know, soon has happened yet. Um, so I mean, I don't know. Maybe the, maybe bananas is coming back to beat up some old people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be enjoyable. Um, yeah, I don't know. I God, could you imagine if like they put bananas and CT on all stars? Like, <laughs> some of these people would be so screwed. CT on all stars would be pretty fucking great. Because CT in his current form is like physically like twenty five year old CT, but with like sixty year old CT's knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. That's a dangerous combo. You've got which the, is uh, why he's been dominating on the show. <laughs> Satanic packed CT would wreck some shop on All Stars. And honestly, I'd be here for it. Yeah, I'd be mean, totally fine with it. Look, it's better than like freaking Cara Maria winning or some of these other annoying Duh. people. Well, she's kind of gone. Just done, right? Well, they she and Polly just troll for attention on. Like uh, social media, and that's about it. Yeah. It's fucked up. Now, are we picking up the dog snoring? I hear it. Um, okay. I uh, that doesn't necessarily mean. No, see, I feel it adds to the charm of the. Po- I don't know if our listener agrees. Well, we'll find out. Well, look. The good news is, is when you're in an environment where like loud shits clanking all over the place, like this, clank, 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 clank. <laughs> Um, you really can't hear shit like that. That's fair. That's Maybe fair you can't point. even hear the anyone on the podcast except for you, Erica. <laughs> yeah, they can just they you. Can, they I'll, I'll ask uh, uh, Sass next time. She it's Erica. It's Erica just having a conversation. <laughs> with Erica like, laughing very loudly <laughs> and snippets of conversation. Yes. So, <sighs> if I were to come over on a Saturday after Bob does a run. What would be the potential food options? I'm really mad. I can't because I definitely like at some point in the last week, I had the thought we are going to have X after Bob's big race. So what and did, it has just completely left what, my mind. So what 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 happened here is Erica actually had like a moment where she thought of something really sweet to do, something she wanted to cook. Um, oh, I don't think I was cooking anything. Oh, okay. I think we were definitely ordering out. Oh, okay. Well. Fuck off then. Let's just think what we're going to eat. I mean. Because I assume you were just going to be a a puddle of jelly when you are done with this. I don't know. I think you're going to be very tired. I'm going to be very tired. You were wrecked after the marathon. Yes. I was. Uh, And you were wrecked after the cacophony that was Disney. I was. Um, uh, Well, I mean, listen. I'm going to be out. And that was over four days. Yes, that was those four days. Not the same mileage, though. No, less mileage. Right? Well, Disney was forty-eight point six miles. Is this over a fifty miler? Is this a fifty k? Fifty k. So this is thirty-one miles. Now, last Sunday I ran twenty-seven. Sure. But it wasn't race effort. Right. So it was a lot, a lot slower. But. Maybe so, not a puddle of goo. Maybe that's not the appropriate way of thinking about it. You're going to be tired. No, he'll be revitalized by food. Obviously, he'll yes, be fine. yes. When he's holding the seven hot dogs on the plate, while he just scarfs them down, he'll be fine. See, my inclination 
is Giordano's. I mean, I'm never gonna say no to Giordano's, but what's what's like Bob's top three things he wants to eat after a run? Mm. I mean, pizza's up there. And pizza's uh, sure. Pizza's king. I just want to know the order. Oh man, because like it's pizza, hot dogs, and probably like chocolate cake, right? Ooh, chocolate cake. Yeah, there probably needs to be some manner of cake for you. Yeah, should, the cake would be great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. But we do, you know, we we got to save some. I got the 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 fifty mile race. Yeah, you can just have more food then. Yeah, the uh, food's not going anywhere. Um, but here's here's the problem though. Like, you know, okay, this is my first fifty k, and then it'll be my first fifty. Mi- so I've got, I've got four more races that are going to be like firsts. So I've got to make sure I I, I take advantage of it because after you do, like after you you're you know okay you you did a marathon. Now you ran a second one. Good for you. Fuck off. You're a marathoner. Who cares? You run marathons. Oh, no, no. I, I think you misunderstand, Bob. No one, including your wife, gives two flying fucks how many miles you run. <laughs> They're just happy to eat the food. Uh, that's fair. That's so a good point. It's an, opportun- gonna tell it's an people, opportunity to eat. Anytime you it. tell people, come over, there's going to be wings. Food. Or pizza. It's you true. don't really have to come up with a fucking reason. You, you've got a good point. I've been thinking about this all wrong. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> I just figured we could move things along. <laughs> I, you know, pizza is so easy. I and it's it always hits um, burgers. Burgers after a big run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Because you need you need two things, need. You, you you need carbohydrates. Sure, you need salt. Sure, everything in a little bit of protein. Water, yeah, lots of water. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I generally, it, yeah, probably pizza. Because there's here's the thing. Because I'm gonna finish the race, and I'm going to have to eat a fair amount. Right after I finish. Now, will they have food there, or am I acquiring foodstuffs and bringing them to the end now, of the race? There will be food at the aid station, but this I'm not sure about. Like, is there just food for general consumption after the race, or not? I'm not sure. Um, I mean, it's in town. It's not like it's in the middle of nowhere. So if not, it's not like we can't stop and grab some food real quick. Um. Fuck, even if it's just McDonald's, but um, no, I, I don't know. This is so. This is going to be interesting because this is a different experience. So the races that I've done thus far, um, is particularly the marathons. Um, there were big road races. Is everything okay, Erica? I didn't even know what I said. What did I say that was so funny? Or what, know, we, what face did you make? <laughs> I know why she's laughing. She's laughing because I'm just staring off into the distance while you talk about running. <laughs> I mean, I'm listening. Somewhat. Are you all right over there? Erica, this is an audio medium. You can't cover your mouth. I had taken a sip and I looked over. <laughs> 
This you is look going like, well. You look like you want to die. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just about to swallow it. I, I have a glance over it. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. You know, it wouldn't be an episode Rogue of the podcast if I didn't do something to get Erica. I was, as I was saying, <laughs> these are big, giant, organized road races with many thousands of runners. So there's a very, like, the experience is well known. It, it's very well documented. There's a lot of stuff. This race I'm doing on Sunday or Saturday. I just got to plow. Through. It's like it's like when s- certain people are talking on the party. You just got to keep just talking. Go, just yeah. plow through your um, this r- this race, I think there's a grand total of 350 people. So, you know, it's a much smaller race. Sure. Um, That's very small. It is. Um, and then it's it's trail racing. So, you know, a tra- uh, a trail in a forest preserve can't support thousands of people like it would turn into a disaster like if it's raining even 300 people will be kind of you'll tough be running on. in mud yeah so um so the long and the short of it is i just don't really know a lot of what to expect because i've done two trail races in the past one um one was in st charles here um, but it was a 10K, super short. So, you know, no, there's no food or anything. It was just go run. You get a time. And, you know, I think they handed me a banana at the end, right? Here's some potassium. Yeah. The other one was a half marathon I ran uh, with uh, with that running podcast I listened to, 10 Junk Miles, is how I learned about them. Um, that was That was more like what I... I think I'm going to get at this race. Um, but that was a hundred mile race. So a hundred mile, you know, there is a lot of support that's needed. And when people get to the end, like they are not getting in the car to go get food. Like you need to bring food to them. Um, so if it's different, this is 50 K it's far enough that it's a real challenge. It's, you know, it's further than a marathon. But it's in trail racing. That's not a super far distance. Maybe you could drive five minutes to McDonald's to get some food. Right. So I'm really not falling apart. Right. So it's like I don't really know what to. I'm I'm very curious. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be tough. It's hilly. Um, It's a lot of up and down. That's going to be harder. Yeah. And uh, I haven't had a lot of opportunity to train on that. I did do. a training run there in the park where the race is. A month or so ago? A couple months? Yeah, something like that. Um, and I did two laps. This will be six laps. It went well. I had I, I enjoyed the run. So, um, But, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. This will be my first ultra marathon. So. Well, I'm looking forward to it. You're looking forward to the food. Right, yes. Well, that's what, yeah. <laughs> well, I've already said that. Yeah, I, I, I know. I didn't need to say it again. It, Did this, I need to say it again? No, no. Yeah. no I, um, I'm just making I sure. would. I would like to say one, first of all, yes. when I was staring off into the distance, okay? <laughs> I was listening. I'm not saying you weren't listening. I was listening, Erica, <laughs> as I was engaging in the conversation. You were, you were, you were. And number two, <laughs> ever since Erica lost her shit, 
She's been doing everything she can to avoid looking at me <laughs> as to not lose it again. Yep, pretty much. Hey, and you are being, it's like when I, I, I say something and I'm trying to be, and I am being sincere and everybody kind of gives me a look and I'm like, I just, I can't sound sincere. I'm sorry. This is just the way that I talk. Uh, you, a couple of your, your follow-up questions. I was like, just don't look at him. Just don't even listen. Because it's just, I know he, you're here and you're being engaged, but it just sounds like you just want to be look, literally anywhere else. I'll just say, for <laughs> anyone who listens to this podcast, when we do this podcast, where are we on episode? This is 85, I believe. <clears throat> I did tell Bob the other day, I was like, we do need to at least try and keep track of when we hit 100 and do something but it would be really funny if we just blow by a hundred and do nothing <laughs> that's probably the most likely outcome um because we won't even know uh no but it's funny we've done 85 podcasts and i just want to tell anyone out there who ever listens to these glorious piles of trash that one person doesn't play on their phone during this oh podcast. it's alex alex and is it's always 100 percent engaged yeah like, you guys be talking about something, and I'm like, it's fanfic o'clock, motherfuckers. <laughs> I, I mean, uh... I can't add a lot to the tech discussions, is all I'll say. And I have to listen to the running talk all the time, Alex. Well, like, I don't. <laughs> I live here. I'm probably getting it more than you. <laughs> no. No. I, here's, here's, here's. I talk to him multiple times per day. Do you know what he talks to me about every single one of those times? <laughs> Running. Mm, that's not fair. He probably also talks to you about food. That's that is. There's always the <laughs> "What are we having for dinner?" question. It's. I, I got a. <laughs> is that a weird question to ask? It's not um, a weird question to ask. It's not a weird question, but I understand that when someone hears that question every single day. After hearing it for however many years in a row, you probably want to kill the person who asks you. Especially because he's not doing anything with the information. No. If anything, he's just going to be disappointed in what I'm making. What he's, what he's so just really... wait until dinner and then just like, don't, you're going to get dinner. What he's don't, gonna... I'm going to feed you. Don't worry about well, it. Well, here's what he's really asking you, Erica. Are you going to feed me something that has the potential of me not liking it or am i just going to order something (laughs) that i know i'll like well that's really the question there's the time where it's like oh it's after dinner the baby's asleep i'm gonna go off for a little while oh are you okay well it's just like the running thing erica and he could do this with food too he could just say i'm going for a run and then he could just run his ass over to fucking rosati's and eat a pizza like I wouldn't you know. would never know. And it's what I've always said about the running. Especially if he's paying cash. He could be running a mile away to go fuck his mistress. You would never know. It's the perfect cover. Meet me in the forest preserve with a pastrami sandwich. And a portable television. <laughs> the trifecta. Bring an iPad that has internet access. We could listen to Ten Chunk Miles. <laughs> It's the perfect, I'm telling you, the running, if I ever meet anyone who's like a total scumbag who loves to do terrible things, I'm just going to suggest that they take up marathon running. It's go. the perfect cover. Perfect cover. Because <laughs> if you just run to work out, people are going to think, if you're gone for more than an hour, people are going to think something's up, okay? 
this dude can go run for four hours. You expect him to be gone, right. You wouldn't even think twice about it. He could be knee-deep in dry pussy with Ben Shapiro. You would never know. Oh, oh God. Isn't that the most unsexy thing you've ever heard in your entire... I like... You said that, Alex, and I cringed involuntarily. That was the intended result. (laughs) You got the heebie-jeebies. It's the perfect cover. I'm just saying. I'd be more interesting. The as only a problem human is being actually, if that's what I was doing. You, you actually do have to like either lose weight or at least maintain a decent physique because if you're not and you vanish for four hours, then the questions are going to come. Exactly. So you're going to have to find some way. Right. See, this is, I mean, the the solution really is like you can only go step out and do shit every other time because you got you know. You have to maintain it. There, you have to be at least running to the thing that you're going to be doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then running home. Like you're, yeah, you're running to the heist and, and you run and back then, with the money. And then you, you still got to run the race to prove that oh, yeah. you, were, you were still so you doing need no, to keep. No. There needs to be the facade at least. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Fake an injury. You sign up. You step in at the finish line six hours later. <laughs> so no one questions anything because your time's terrible. And then you're done. I do like that this all spiraled out of a <laughs> what, what are you making for dinner question. <laughs> yeah, I'm just now. Here's the thing. I'm not going to ask you. Well, here's the thing. Give... I don't every day. I, I think sometimes it's fine. Sometimes fine. Ask the question. But some days it's like, what do you fucking care? What does it fucking matter? You're not doing anything with the with the information. You're going to get dinner. Don't fucking worry about it. Has that? You oh. will be fed. I'm As not, like, other, worried I'm not going to be fed. Every other single day that we have been together, I am going to feed you. And it's going to be good. You, you know what he's doing, Erica? Actually, if I could just take his side for a moment. Sure. And I know this is a rarity on this podcast, so you're going to know I'm being sincere. <laughs> I think what he's actually doing is he's just trying to be friendly and make conversation. Because the reality is, is you guys have been together for, what, 45 years? At least, <laughs> yes. Other than his running obsession, he has nothing left to talk with you about. <laughs> so he's just making conversation. He has said he just likes to know what he's having. It's true. I'm just, I like to know. He likes to know whether or not he has to plan out a fake run later where he's going to go actually get Taco Bell. <laughs> or he's going to go make a run for the border. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, look, the reality is if someone's cooking for you every single day, you're not going to like everything they make. And so if let's say he likes what you make 85 percent of the time, I'm not going to make him give a number because there's no number where it doesn't result in his death. <laughs> so let's say well, here's he, the thing, Alex, I'm doing the cooking. Right. He so can you don't deal. like he what can, I make. He can live with it. You can go kick rocks. Yeah, no, he's got to live with it. If you don't like it, start cooking, bitch. Um. But I would cook. Would you eat it? Probably not. <laughs> thus, thus the scheme he has <laughs> Well, and I like to cook. I enjoy sure. cooking. I don't mind it. Sure. It's fine. But he just wants to know if the other 15% of the time, like, you know, if he should plan for McDonald's or Rosati's or whatever else. You know, because he's got to get something he enjoys. Otherwise, he can't go to sleep. He's a fucking madman. <laughs> You know, all this, all this, 
What was the what was the look look, What was the look between you two? The look of acceptance of truth and reality? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. What what accusations, Bob? We're not even entertaining this discussion. Bob, you you're running ultra marathons. You're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. It's not that crazy. Listen to me. <laughs> Anyone who even runs a normal marathon is objectively out of their fucking mind. Like you're if choosing. You're, if you do it once, maybe you're doing it for the experience. Sure. To say you've done it. Sure. Whatever the reason may be. There's a lot of things I might do once that I might normally not do. If you do a marathon more than once, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. And this is not an argument. This is a fact. This is just basic fact. Not even just a marathon. He wants to run more yeah. than that. He wants to do longer distances. Yeah. yeah. Who wants to run 50 miles in a day? That sounds horrible. And then when you start doing other things that call your your sanity into question, it just becomes undeniable like when people walk into your bathroom and they see a stool in the shower all right now the react did you like the reactions from the girls so sass and christy i don't know if christy listened to the podcast sass did and she was like i thought you guys had an elderly relative living with you and i just didn't want to ask because she's like every time i see this fucking stool i'm like what the hell is this so i tried to text that to alex and we had a good we had a good raffle about it Uh, the line i heard that i i that oh uh, from christy this was choice was you know, the thing I don't get is the guy who runs marathons doesn't have enough endurance to stand in the shower. That's a fair point. That's what happens when your knees are fucked. The one particularly. Oh, God. I just appreciated that the stool had been noted. And Sass was just too polite to be like, what the shit is that about? See... I wouldn't have that issue because I have no issues. If I if I were to walk into someone's home who was relatively young, like we are, and perfectly healthy, and they had a stool in the shower, like, the I couldn't wait to run out of the bathroom and be like, explain this fucking stool to me right now. Explain this madness. It stands out. Look, it's like your sword, okay? I know why you have a sword. I understand the reasons why you have a sword. If random person walked into your home and you just had a sword, like, hanging above your couch. If random person walked into this room, there are many questions that one could ask about what's going on in here. But I'm just saying, let's say you took the sword and you mounted it above your couch upstairs. People would walk in there and they'd be like... Why is there a what sword? The f- why do you have a toy sword? Why do you and, have a toy mounted above your couch? And and this is this is the same reaction that rational people have to stools and showers <laughs> for non-elderly people. It's relaxing. Don't let's not even get into it again. We've wasted too many podcast minutes on the dumb fuck stool. 
You ever need firewood? Because <laughs> we could get rid of that stool real it's quick. Plastic. I mean, it'll, it'll burn. burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Sawing some logs down there, buddy. Bob the dog needed a nap. Okay. Funny thing is, he's not even lying in a way where anything is obstructed. This is just normal. Oh, yeah. Look, he had a lot of excitement. The one person came to see him who pays him attention and gives him pets. It was time to take a nap. Indeed. Once again, an, an undeniable fact, Bob. Und- undeniable. All right. Undeniable. You got anything else, Bob, Erica? Uh, no. I did what I could. No, I don't think so. I read a book this week, but who gives a shit about that? So Not me. Yeah, no. Hmm. What was your book about? Uh, it was, the way it was described to me, it was, uh, um, originally I had gone out to get a book for Izzy, but I can't go into a bookstore and not buy at least three things that I'm going to put on my shelf and never <laughs> sure. read. That's just how I roll. Got to keep the economy moving, Alex. This one I did actually Oh, you're read, doing though. your part. My small part, yes. It was described as, uh, a take on Sleeping Beauty, um... In kind of a way of uh, uh, Into the Spider-Verse, which is a great movie that I thoroughly enjoyed. So I was like, all right. And it's it's more novella length. It's like 120 pages. Uh, and it's fairly largest. I don't know if you'd call it YA. It wasn't in that section. But it's an author that I have another one of her books upstairs that I've been meaning to read. And I really enjoyed it. It was really good. It's nice to read an actual book instead of just constant, constant fic. As which... Uh, I fall into the trap of. So. Yeah. So. Something original and not derivative. Well, everything is derivative, Alex. Sure. I just said That's it was true. derivative of a, of a movie. It's every, not, There are no original ideas anymore. And that's fine. It's all in the way you tell the idea. All in the way you tell the story and the it, characters that you have. It is funny that no one even tries anymore. It's just every every video game and movie or a book is either a remake or a sequel. Like, no one even attempts to come up with an original idea. Well, and well it's impossible. Times, well, because one, you're not going to get funded. You're just not going to get the money for it because it's not a sure thing. And studios aren't going to put money into something that isn't a sure thing. Well... I think it's impossible for for other reasons. It's impossible because you know we we live in a time where every you know every major story has been told and you've been raised on it. Mm-hmm. So you you can't actually. It's near impossible to actually have an original story idea. Everything you you're ever going to come up with is based on something else. Yeah. Well, and you're influenced as a person who lives in a society and consumes media. So there are going to be bits and pieces of, of, you know, shit, other stuff in your thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. It just gets annoying when it's all superhero and franchise crap. Speaking of, did you see Morbius? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the thing that was going to get him back in the theater. Yeah. Mm. 
There hasn't really. I was. I asked him this the other day if there was anything that came out that where he's like, "Oh man, I really would like to go to the theater to see that." We were talking about going to see the Batman, but I think that was just because you wanted movie theater popcorn. That was more of a movie theater popcorn. It was more of a we missed the theater experience because I don't think we've been to a movie together since before the baby was born. Yeah, I know that'll pop up on HBO Max eventually. So that's what I figured. So we'd watch it then. I'm not worried about it. Um. But, I mean, the only thing I can think of is the sequel to Spider-Verse, and I think that comes out later this year, and we'll just have to see, because I don't know how comfortable I'd be. What? With everything getting jacked up in price, what is even the price of a movie ticket now? I don't even... It's probably... in Again, I haven't been to a theater in since probably... Because the, the, last more, the more it goes saw... up, the less likely I am to want to go. Well, because what oh, I'm going to pay $20 to see a mediocre thing that I could have waited a couple months and just seen on streaming. Right. In my home theater where I don't have to listen to idiots and mouth breathers and I can just have well, a good cinema experience. I'm just saying, when you go at the right time or you have a coupon or whatever the fuck and it's like seven bucks. Sure. You're like, cool. I'll I miss pay going seven to the bucks and then I'll get robbed on the, the soda and the popcorn. I used to like going by myself when I... This is, million years ago when I used to work so I had like uh, I worked at Panera so I had like days off because you'd work at night I'd go catch the first showing of something it'd be cheap as shit no one's there yeah. it was fucking great yeah, you I love that the shit to yourself pretty much but yeah if you gotta go in there and pay 15 20 bucks a ticket or something absolutely not fuck off I think the last thing I saw was Rise of Skywalker oh he rises and that was what? Was that December 2019? I think so. Actually, that was a fun time because I was with Sass. And that was the uh, uh, first time we had been to a movie together. And we're sitting there. And there's nobody in this theater because that movie is garbage. And the word of mouth <laughs> got around very quickly. You uh, defended that movie, Erica. I don't want you to ever forget you defended that movie when you first saw it. I thought it was Last Jedi that I defended. I don't remember defending oh, Rise no, of Skywalker. Oh no, you defended Rise of Skywalker. We're gonna have to go back and like listen. To yeah, the tape we on need. That one. We need. This. This is a serious accusation. I don't know if we ever talked about it on the podcast because that might have been one of that might have been one of the times where there were various breaks because people's homes were filled with water or COVID or whatever other reasons. That would have been place. right before COVID happened. Um, I don't know if we were getting together for the... We'll have to go back and look, because I don't remember... I remember defending Last Jedi. You... I will swear on anything you want that you defended Rise of Skywalker. Because I remember we were in the theater. I had to convince you that movie sucked. No, you're you're completely wrong. (laughs) We got halfway through the movie, and it got to the point where the transport with Chewie explodes, and I looked over at her, and I was like... I'm sorry, I don't normally talk during movies, but this is horrible. Do you mind if I talk? And she looked at me and she's like, I have been waiting for you to say that the entire time we've been sitting here. Because there's no one else in this theater. So let's just be obnoxious. Because it was just like, what is, what, why, what is going on? You're thinking of The Last Jedi. Because we did, we did defend that. No, you're not. You're absolutely not. But anyway. But I don't know if movie prices are going to be that expensive. Fuck it. I'll wait. I got a good TV here. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I know I have, like, a lot of nostalgia for movie theaters right now because I've 
gone in a long time. You know what I'd like to go do? I would like to go to like the music box and see like a classic like we did with the thing that one time. That was awesome, yeah. Like let's go to a midnight show, which we probably wouldn't be able to fucking stay away for, but let's go to something like that and see like the thing in seventy millimeter. That I would go to a movie theater for. Yeah. I don't want to go and see the next mediocre fucking Marvel whatever the fuck like CG fuck fest in my face for $20 just for the ticket for one person and then still have to get concessions and stuff. Isn't it amazing how it felt like Marvel was coming out with a new movie every month or two for a long time there and now all of a sudden there's these huge droughts of no Marvel movies. Well, you have the pandemic for sure. That definitely played a role in it but i also just think it's like they slowed down on their plans i think i think they very clearly decided to slow down on releases on purpose after the last uh what was his end game or what yeah. was what well, was I, infinity war whatever the well end game was you the, did the, like the last whatever yeah i mean it seemed like they had had fairly big plans in the black panther universe and mm-hmm. Obviously, that plan got shot to shit. Yeah, but they still made the second movie. They still did, but they probably altered their long-term plans. Is that coming out? Did they film the second one? They did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And... I think the problem was you you culminated your 10 years of whatever. You You needed a break. We just need, you know what, do the TV shows on Disney Plus for a little while. You need a break to kind of let everybody be like, hey, remember the Marvel? And I know this is not the way things work because we have to make all of the money in the universe. But you needed a break. We needed a break between I just, shit. I, I'm not sure. I mean, to, to your point, Alex, like there was a slate that had. You were getting like three movies a year. For yeah, me. and it, it did More continue. Um, but. I think it's more than just a pandemic. I think they purposefully slowed down and they put a focus on the on the series, on the TV series on Disney Plus to set up new characters to then put into movies. Sure, you know, like clearly the whole point. I mean, they ch- they changed the title of the show at the end, but you have Falcon and Winter Soldier, which was all set up to make. The Falcon, Captain America, and at the end, it's Captain America and the Winter Soldier, right? So that's set up to put these people into the movies where they want them mm-hmm. without having to get there in the actual movie. Sure. Um, you you know, they moved, they did the WandaVision show to move along the Scarlet Witch's story to get her to the point where she'll be doing whatever she's doing in this new Doctor Strange movie. You know, they're doing all these shows to move these people along sure you know they use the hawkeye show to make um uh what's her face the new hawkeye i can't remember Haley steinfeld or whatever her name kate is, bishop is that yeah the kate bishop's yeah. the character yeah but i didn't watch that one um that one was good i i've watched i watched hawkeye and i watched um captain america and the winter soldier and between the two hawkeye's better i th- think i've only watched loki <laughs> I didn't watch Loki, but it's again, fine. that was another one to kind of move Loki along into a different place. Right? I enjoy Hiddles. I enjoy uh, uh, Mr. Wilson. It was fine. There wasn't anything special. See, I just... I don't I'm trying to think if I watched it. I don't care. think I watched any of the other ones. But, I th- but again... Well, well, you burned me out. 
Also, I'm burnt out. I don't care. Also, it's tough when your flagship characters and actors are Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, and you have them like bringing a lot of the charisma into these roles, and now you have to try to put these roles onto other people who aren't exactly big movie stars. Well, you're trying to capture that lightning in a bottle again, and I don't think you're going to be able to do that. And it could be wrong. And I think some of this is also figuring out characters, right? Because, you know, Thor in those early Avengers movies, not particularly well written. Thor sucked until you brought in Taika Waititi. Right. And they changed the character. And now he's like like one of their best characters, right? right? And I think the the reason I bring that up is I think what they have Brie Larson doing for captain marvel right now in the movies she's been it has been a little wooden mm-hmm. a little dull too serious they need to i think they're gonna move that character along into a different place eventually well because it's like they're comic book movies and then look they're she's supposed the, to be fun and that's the perfect character you could throw her into a guardians of the galaxy and you could say hey james gunn figure it out right take right? it and go Figure it out. We need this character to be a top-level star character. Figure it out. Go. Well, and if you're going to have him and Taika kind of... that's I want those minds in charge of your comic book yeah. movies. Well, and that's another one that we know is either being made or got made, right? Is the new Guardians of the Galaxy that Guardians, Thor is in with them. I think is being made now because he went and did the suicide squad for right deep but that came when out they, last when year when they fired him and then changed their that mind that shit's fucking hysterical so they're probably either film i i don't know i don't follow any of that but i do know well I and, think we, the and new we Thor know movie is coming up this we year know, right? yeah we know that i think that movie's filmed the new thor movie where natalie portman is gonna be thor yeah. at some point um because we saw swole natalie portman so we know she we know that uh, that's been filmed I think. That's done. Yes. So it's just I, I a question think. of when these movies are coming out, right? Because we know either either filmed or being filmed and it's just like Well, the Doctor really Strange one is coming out soon. Like a couple weeks. Yeah, I soon I think. And that's a movie if we weren't in the never-ending COVID hellscape, that's a movie where I would maybe be interested to go to a theater to see that. Because I like, I thought the first Doctor Strange movie was good, and I think this one's probably going to be good. I just, you know, it's like, again, as we're recording this, COVID's on the uptick again. This BA2 variant's coming around, and I just don't want to, it's like, eh, Am I going to take that risk to go to a movie Over this theater? stupid movie that'll right. be on Disney Plus in six months, you know? Not even. A couple months. Not only that, but it's just like... There's such a focus on like the TV shows, and we're setting. There's no nothing is its own self-contained thing anymore. A movie can't just so, be a movie. So, this is an interesting. So I just pulled up the the MCU releases, mm-hmm. and you know it's interesting that we were talking about like how it felt like the slate has really dried up. Now, um. Nothing was released in 2020. Um, well, because nothing. Right. But you had one, two, three, four releases in 2021. What movies? You had Black Widow, 
But that doesn't that was on streaming and that would have been in 2020, but it got pushed back because of COVID. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Eternals. Eternals did come out, didn't it? And Spider-Man No Way Home. I heard that's supposed to be like fine. Yeah, I don't. I guess I'm not really counting Spider-Man as a Marvel movie because that's really a Sony production. I mean, like I know they're involved, but Spider-Man kind of exists in his own thing. His own thing, right? Like he might show up in the Avengers movie for like five minutes, but he really exists as his own separate thing. He's not really a part of it. In 2022, you've got three releases: Doctor Strange, Thor. And Black Panther. Hmm. And then in 2023, there are three lined up. The Marvels, Guardians 3, and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Hmm. Um, and see, in a lot of these movies, I'm, I'm not looking forward to them because a lot of these actors can't help themselves but to make their stupidity known. I was just going to say, yeah. It's like, the, uh, it's like, who plays the Wasp? Evangeline uh, Lilly. Yeah, she's an idiot. Um, the woman in the the one woman in Black Panther who plays his younger sister, she's a fucking idiot. Well, I'm also not interested in Black Panther without. Yeah, I'd have to really know what they're gonna do because I think they're pivoting the the role onto her, which is is the worst case outcome. I am interested in Guardians Three. I do yeah, enjoy they, those that's, movies. It, look, chances are Guardians Three is gonna be great. Yes, chances are the new Thor movie is gonna be great. Um, I think it's a very strong chance that the Doctor Strange movie will be very good. Um, those would be the three, you know, of interest to me. It's just, yeah, I think I'm just going to probably end up waiting for all of them to come out on Disney Plus well, or something. Well, that's the thing. You know? if it's going to a movie is so expensive. I already pay for Disney Plus. Because the reality is... I not that I really care and I know like something like the Eternals didn't review well and people don't particularly like it that much but something like the Eternals or Black Widow I probably would like to watch those at some point just to know like what the fuck is going on because you kind of do need to watch everything if you want to keep up on random characters showing up in movies it's just so fucking annoying right but I probably would watch those I just keep forgetting because I just don't it's not that high on the priority list and the Disney Plus app on the Xbox is horrid. Oh see it's on we have it on on the Roku TV and it's fine. It doesn't it's not like a speed issue or anything it just basically doesn't work. Like it's been oh, no, there's that's, been that's garbage. There's then. been huge problems with that app on the Xbox for like literally years. It's been slow to load sometimes, but for the most part there's been some issues, but I think it's been fine on the Roku. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we squeezed another probably forty-five minutes. About twenty minutes. About twenty. I do love when we're like that happened. All right, let's end it. No, just kidding. Yeah, several times last episode where we just kept you could you could tell you we were winding down, winding down, and be like, no, I want another thing. But I know you're exhausted, poor Robert. Ah, you just put some food in him. He'll spin right back up. He's fine. Because what? It's now. It's what, 18 hours? Ish? Math. Yes. So go to bed so I can watch the Gay Pirate Show. Wow. It's a delight. 
Well, I'll see you in two weeks to discuss Halo episodes four and five. Sigh! (laughs) Glad to be back here on my throne and hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production.